Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Wednesday, September the 29th, and wherever you are, whenever you listen to this, I wish you God's life and goodness and grace today. Uh, it is a good day, um, you know, just because, but it is a good day because it is a feast day as well today. We celebrate the feast of the archangels today. And uh, so after we read, and of course, because it's a high feast day today, and the feast of the archangels is most definitely a high feast day, uh, because uh, of that, we will go outside of Luke. We're going to be reading from John's gospel today. And, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about who those archangels are and uh, what they represent for us. And then we'll talk a little bit about the gospel reading itself. But before we do that, uh, if you have stumbled on this podcast and are listening to it for the first time, let me welcome you. My name is Joe Zenk. I am a lay Catholic minister in uh, Kiel, New Holstein, and St. Anna, Wisconsin. Now, I would say I live in the diocese and work and minister in the Diocese of Green Bay in three rural communities. However, Michelle, I hear you. Uh, there has been some uh, feedback that perhaps Kiel and New Holstein are not rural. Uh, St. Anne most certainly is. So, Kiel and New Holstein are towns of about 4,000 people. And uh, they are most definitely not urban or suburban. And I'm looking for that classification between suburban and rural. They are just small towns. How about we say that? I, I live and minister and work within an area of small towns and rural communities. So however you want to define that, that's what I do. I, I minister at three parishes, uh, Saints Peter and Paul, uh, Holy Rosary and St. Anna, and it is a delight to do so. And every Monday through Friday, I most likely read the gospel of the day. Sometimes I read the first reading, but most likely the gospel. And then I give my two cents worth. Sometimes I give more than that, maybe a nickel or a dime's worth, and try to break open that word. Now, as I always say, if you have to choose between the gospel and the message that it brings you and what I say, always, always, always choose the gospel. Uh, because if the Holy Spirit is bringing you somewhere else, that is exactly where you need to go. And all I am attempting to do with this is to tie us closer to the gospel and the word of God so that we can be connected with that and taken by the Spirit uh, into where the Spirit is inviting us to go. So with that, uh, you know, kind of introduction, uh, let's read today's gospel. It's John chapter 1, verses 47 to 51. Uh, and uh, just so just a handful of verses today. Pretty familiar story about the call of one of the apostles, one of the disciples early in Jesus's ministry in John's gospel. So let's break open God's word together today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, 
I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Now, you may have heard that gospel and thought to yourself, I thought that gospel wasn't about Nathaniel. I thought it was about Bartholomew. And do you know what? You would get a star. You get a gold star for this reading because you know what? It's both and. In God's goodness, Nathaniel Bartholomew, you win the prize for the day today if that's what you thought because I know I thought it. Uh, and those who don't get what I was just talking about, well, go back to the Feast of St. Bartholomew, listen to that pod, and you sure will. So, let's talk about the archangels, okay? There are three of them that we know of because they are named. Now, this is not the Feast of the Angelic Realm in general. It is not the Feast of the Guardian Angels. That's going to be on Saturday. That's October 2nd, that feast day. What we celebrate specifically today are the Archangels, those named in Scripture, but not just because of their presence, but because of what they say about who God is. That's always, remember, it never ends. at Like tomorrow, we'll celebrate the Feast of St. Jerome. Never ends with Jerome and his goodness, but it's always, okay, through Jerome, what Jerome pointed at, what he, he um, incarnated, if I can use that word, what he uh, told us and showed us and how he pointed the way to God. Well, it's the same with the archangels today. So before I name them, can you name them yourselves? I'll, I'll give five seconds of brief time for you to see if you can get another gold star today. Time is up. Time is up. Let's uh, put your pencils down. The archangels are Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. So what do we know about them, and where do they come from in Scripture? Well, Michael, you're going to hear in both the Old and the New Testament. Uh, Michael is present in the book of Daniel, and he is also present uh, in the book of Revelation. Both apocryphal works, both uh, and, and particularly uh, Re Revelation is talking about Michael's role at the end of time, how he will lead the armies. And ultimately, we picture, and I'm sure most of us do, I don't want to you know, say for certain how you picture Michael, but often Michael is pictured uh, with, you know, standing. He's got some armor, perhaps, on his torso, uh, he's got his wonderful wings, you know, spread out, and he's holding a spear, and he's looking down, and under that spear is a serpent, a dragon uh, type of creature, which of course represents Satan, right? That it is Michael who is the strength of God. It is Michael who is the protector of God's people. And it is Michael who, through God's strength and God's grace and God's action, 
throws Satan down uh, into hell. And Michael is the one at the end of time who banishes Satan. And, uh, and so that's his role. And we see that uh, within scripture. Again, it is because God is stronger than the devil, right? Love is, is stronger than death, as, as uh, the Song of Songs will tell us. But, uh, but Michael is the incarnation of that strength of God. Because God created Michael, you know? It's so great. It's so great. But, uh, but it is God's uh, strength. Okay, Gabriel. Right away, you know where we see Gabriel. But the most famous is not the first. Uh, we actually see Gabriel in the Old Testament as well, also in Daniel, the book of Daniel. And Gabriel is the messenger of God. Gabriel brings the plan. Gabriel brings the, the, uh, the word of God. And, uh, and so Gabriel was in Daniel saying, listen, Michael's going to be coming along. This, this, this uh, strength of God, this protector of God, he is coming. And, he, and Gabriel passes that message on. Well, of course, we see what Gabriel does in uh, particularly Luke's gospel where he announces to Mary, right? It's the angel Gabriel comes. And when we say the rosary today, hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Those are Gabriel's words. And, uh, and he comes before Mary and says, here's the plan of God. What do you think? And uh, not only Mary, right? So Mary would have been the second appearance in the New Testament. His first, the first would have been with, giving you space to think of it, Zechariah in the temple, right? Gabriel comes to Zechariah when he's in the Holy of Holies and uh, announces, hey, Elizabeth and you, you're going to have a child. And, uh, and Zechariah really kind of says the same words that Mary does, but there must have been a different intent behind them because uh, Gabriel's like, hey, mm, you know, kind of feel offended here. And, uh, you know, this one who is barren is going to bear a child, but you're not going to be able to speak until uh, he is born. And, of course, that child is John the Baptist, right? Uh, so we see Gabriel as this one who brings the word of God, the presence of God, God's active life and message uh, within us now. What about Raphael? He's kind of the, the forgotten one of the three. And we don't see Raphael in the third, or excuse me, the third archangel. We don't see him in the New Testament. We only see him in the book of Tobit. So if you are one of our Protestant uh, brothers and sisters listening to this, you might be thinking, I don't even know that book. That is one of the apocryphal books that we Catholics hold that our Protestant evangelical brothers and sisters don't have within their scripture. But it is, what, and what Raphael particularly within this book is, is he is the guide. He is uh, with Tobiah, the son of Tobit, throughout the, the story and, and leads him on a number of adventures, but ultimately uh, is that guide that walks with Tobiah uh, and uh, helps him find his wife, Sarah. And uh, uh, he is with Tobit uh, when Tobiah goes back home to his father, Tobit, and Tobit, who is blind, and Raphael heals him. And so uh, Raphael represents, I would say, 
the, the nearness of God, God on our journey, and that God of healing that continues to be. So what we celebrate today, again, is not just these three named archangels in their presence, although we do honor them and we're grateful to them, but we celebrate where they point, which is God's protection of us, God's might, God's strength, that God is stronger than whatever we are presented against today. And uh, so that is the first. We celebrate God's word and, and how it is active and alive today. And, and that, as Gabriel said to Zechariah and Mary, all things are possible with God, all things, even the barren, even that who doesn't know man can become pregnant. And then we celebrate God's uh, nearness on our journey, God's guiding us and continued guidance and healing in our life. Isn't that worth celebrating today? I think so. That this God, and, and this is really what angels represent, right? That, and, and we'll get to it now when I get to scripture, but, but God doesn't stay distant. That, and, and I know we celebrate that in the incarnation ultimately, ultimately of Jesus, that heaven and earth connect. But our God doesn't stay distant, and, and the angels represent that. This, this realm that, that uh, what's the word I'm looking for, is not held back through constraints of time, that enters into time and shows that God is present. I feel like bursting out into a song uh, by the, the, the country band Alabama, you know, that uh, your God, uh, Paul reminds us, hey, we need to be hospitable because in doing so, we may be entertaining angels unaware, Right? Oh, I believe there are angels among us, you know, as Alabama said so eloquently 40 years ago, um, because God is among us, because God is among us, and God continues to protect and guide and speak. God is alive. That's what we celebrate today. So let's talk just momentarily about this gospel because it's so good. So Nathaniel slash Bartholomew uh, is called by Philip to come and see who Jesus is. Love those words, but that's a, that's a talk for another time. Come and see. And so uh, Nathaniel slash Bartholomew does, and he's approaching, and Jesus says, hey, here's a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. And Nathaniel's like, how do you know me? And he says, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. That's all it took for Nathaniel to say, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. It wasn't much at all. Nathaniel was an easy believer, which is beautiful. But here's what I want to focus on. Do you believe, Jesus says to him, because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? Amen, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the son of man. What is that all about? You know? Because he really didn't see that. If we take that literally and we read the rest of John's gospel, he doesn't see angels, heaven opened and angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. So what are we to take about that? It harkens back to a, a story in Genesis, right? Genesis chapter 28, where Jacob, so this would have been uh, Abraham had a son Isaac, right? Isaac had a son Jacob. Jacob was running from his uh, older brother and because he had kind of been a shyster to him. 
And he was running from his older brother, and he was on the lamb, and he laid down uh, when he was on the lamb here, and he had a dream. And in this dream, he had a vision of the angels of God ascending and descending on that very place where he was. And when he woke up, he said, my goodness, God is in this place. And he builds an altar there. He uses the very stone that, he, that his head rested on as the, the head of the altar and anoints it and calls it Bethel because God is present here. That's what Jesus is, is pointing to. He's saying, listen, you believe because I saw you under the fig tree? You're going to believe more because you're going to see the active presence of God, that God is present here meaning in Jesus, in him. So here's what I invite you to ponder and chew on today. Where have been those places in your life where God, you felt, experienced, saw, uh, realized, your eyes were suddenly opened, the veil, the thin veil was just for a moment uh, taken away between heaven and earth, and you knew God was present at that moment in your life. My friends, those are the places that we too must build an altar and anoint it and call it Bethel because God is present there. It may have been um, the, before the altar uh, on the place where, at the place where you married your spouse. It may be at the birth of one of your children. It may be when a doctor gave you news uh, of healing or of illness that changed your life and you knew. It may have been a place you were, you were thrown to your knees because you had no other uh, recompense or no other place to go than God. And maybe that becomes the holy spot. We all have places and people in our lives that, um, in a sense, to use Jesus' imagery, where we see the angels of God ascending and descending because they or that place or that event become the gateway to heaven for us. Before you go to bed tonight, it may be one place or person or, or event. It may be two. It may be five. It may be seven. Whatever it is, thank God for that in your intellect, in your, in your mind, in your body, build an altar there and thank God for those moments, those places, those people. Um, and know that that's not the only place, event, or person uh, that more are coming. Why? Because that's who God is. Because of this feast day. Because God doesn't stay distant. Because he is near. Not only in Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, but in the places and events and people in our lives. God is stronger, he protects, he is active and he gives us the plan and the word and he guides us and heals us. That's who he is and we celebrate that today in these archangels and in the people and events around us. Let's pray. Appropriately enough, we, uh, we begin, again, let's just bring everything that's going on within us before our God today. He's big enough and can handle all of that. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 
And appropriately enough, the third uh, joyful mystery, the incarnation, the ever-presence, the connecting of heaven and earth in Jesus Christ, the birth of Christ. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. And saints Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, thanks for being present today, breaking open God's word with me. And uh, may you be blessed. May the angels walk with you in a special way today. And uh, let's come back together tomorrow, shall we? And break open more of God's word on the Feast of St. Jerome. God's peace.